I was going to just talk about my life as a student, considering the heavy mental burden of coursework within an indifferent institution. But I realized that that would be a disservice to myself and the reader, because it does not capture all of what is important right now. Because while I believe we have realized we are chasing after a dream that does not exist, or bring the success and freedom that was promised to us, but rather means conforming to violent systems, so I decided to withdraw. Therefore, I write this statement to the people committed to sustainability because change has only brought us grand gestures that neglect the actual problems. It's apparent that we see crimes against humanity as something that happens outside of U.S. soil, but I think it's important to know how the U.S. plays a role in other countries' crimes and interrogate the ones happening here. I try to do this by observing how its regime has personally affected my life and the lives of others around me, the stories shared on social media, specifically Twitter, books, and other media like podcasts and YouTube videos. And these are also the reasons why I describe myself as a womanist abolitionist and call for the abolition of the U.S. empire and for its leaders to be held fully accountable for its crimes against humanity. This information can be found in much more detail from other knowledgeable people and comrades, which will be in the description below. Where we are now. From institutions to personal interactions and vice versa, other people and myself, being a part of marginalized groups, have been told to take up less space. And when you do take up space, it can only be in a way that upholds white patriarchal norms, institutions, and the economy that profits off of black indigenous people's death. So I reject whatever confines this nation has placed upon me. I am not just a student. I am also a child, a friend, a sex worker, a sibling, a spiritualist, a black person, an artist, and so on. The societal norms here have created a world where professionalism, a word I no longer claim or was meant to, has made it to where I have to separate and hide certain pieces of myself. This way I can only present the one I can commodify and fits the narrative of either a respectable individual or a dirty slut. A reply left by a stranger under one of my pictures when promoting my OnlyFans, when I have never mentioned if I was okay with that language. But I am now. <laughs> For this reason, it is a real possibility that I could be fully ostracized from people who do fit into the accepted narrative and be framed as only this hypersexual being. But I don't play that. Therefore, the only way I was able to have people see me as simply human and capable was to show others how we are not a monolith but a complex being that deserves to care for all their identities, talents, and gifts, while also being conscious of the identities that give us privilege. However, as I mentioned before, that comes with formal and informal punishment. When I was a senior in high school, sitting on the executive board of my school's government, during one of our weekly meetings, we discussed the rules for our homecoming dance. One of the rules implemented by the administration was to make us all wear wristbands that would be cut if we were to dance in a way that seemed inappropriate. And if they were to catch you again, you would be kicked out. You can already guess that this rule mostly impacted black girls because we, how I identified at the time, were very much sexualized. Our school's government supervisor, who was also the assistant principal at the time, said something to the effect of, Girls who dance in this manner have no self-respect. This rubbed me the wrong way immediately, 
because this is a cultural dance that I and other black people participate in. And somehow a white administration could tell us what we could do with our bodies with no consequence. In addition, looking at it from a macro level, I remember reading the story of the black woman who was relieved from her duties in the National Guard because she was twerking. I only use this example because the military is one of the most vicious and biggest representations of the United States. And going back to the story of my school's administration, it makes you wonder where we can take up space. And the answer is nowhere rooted in this country. So we will and continue to create our own. When revolutionaries discuss the new world, people always ask, well, how, with what, and why? But during a Zoom meeting discussing doulas and advocacy, Sabia Wade talked about how to reject the desire of learned helplessness that so many people cling to. Meaning that just because you don't have or look to a good example of effective community building doesn't mean that you can try to tell a people who have historically sustained themselves and resisted colonial powers that they also don't have power to take down strongholds because you believe you're powerless. Update, we have power. So what does the new world look like? We do not dream of our daughters to be revolutionists in the same sense we think of it today, because today it means fighting against the white authoritative empire across the globe. They deserve a future and a hope aside from liberation of their people. She should already have it. She deserves to be heard simply for existing, without having to hold a gun in someone's face. It is not my dream to have her cower at this empire, but to reimagine and live in a new one. They're worth this fight. I am worth this fight, and so are you. To the ones whose only liberation is to see none, I am not here to coddle you or tell you to switch sides, either move or be moved, by our words, guns, or gods, and everything in between. We are limitless, and it's time to bring down the shackles we're holding. Hi! If you would like to support me, please consider donating to my Cash App, Venmo, or PayPal. It'll be down below. And if you want to join the community, subscribe to my Patreon. It'll be in the description as well. Daughters. I dream of my mother's hugs. Full embrace. Where there is no space. Only love. A fortress the world wishes to take down. But shrinks at the sight of her mothers and their mothers gathered around.